Welcome back, everybody. My name is Chris with Flyway Connections. Welcome to another show. I'm here with my buddy, Joe. Joe. Hey, how y'all doing today? All right. So we actually have a special guest today from uh, good old Joe's neck of the woods. And uh, go ahead, Joe. Who's our special guest? So today I'd like to introduce Charlie Barini, uh, one of the guys from Golden State uh, Guide Service. Hey, how are you doing today, Charlie? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, did he butcher your last name? Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> so, hey, how's, yeah, so how's it pronounced? Barber, Barberini. Barberini. Yeah, so it's funny. <laughs> last episode, me and um, Bill Daniels from uh, Rice and Custom Calls, we were both trying to say it, and we're like, man, one of us has to be right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. That's a hard one. No, but uh, I just thought it was funny because the whole time he's like a little girl over here. I'm talking to somebody from my hometown. I was like, oh, bro, yeah. calm down. Yeah. It's like because I'm from Texas, so I'm like making fun of him all the time, making these California jokes. And yeah, people don't know California is an outdoor state. Oh, it's a huge outdoor state. You know, you don't hear about it, but, you know, I mean, it's you know, most of the whole states, agriculture and outdoors and uh yeah, I mean, no one really thinks of California that way, but uh, it's it's a huge state, and uh, there's a lot of hunting, a lot of fishing to be done, a lot of really good hunting and fishing, to, you know, to be honest. Yeah. So here's my question, because uh, I was actually based in California for a little bit uh, back in the day, um, but I was in Southern California, so I know there's like a little rivalry between North Cal and SoCal, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah, Texas doesn't have that big a deal. But anyways... Um, for the for the listeners who aren't from California, and, and I, I will agree with you, I fell in love with um, the views, not the city, but of the, I guess you would say back country of California, uh, Yosemite, Big Bear. I mean, I felt I was right next to Big Bear, Big Big Bear, and I fell in love with that. Big place. old bear. Yeah, big old bear. I fell in love big with that place. So. And I, you see all kinds of animals there. You see mountain goats. You see all, everything. But for exactly, the, yeah. For the listeners, what is the pricing to get a hunting license in tech in uh, California? Oh shit! Oh man, you're throwing me a curve here. Um, I think <laughs> like a non-resident, it's uh, it's like a hundred and something bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks. It's it's not terrible, you know. I mean, I've been to states that's definitely higher. No, and I, I agree. And I don't think it's that bad. Um, and for people who aren't the the everyday we the everyday hunter, but for uh, weekend warriors, that's that's the only thing that would, got me, like cringed me. I was like, oh man. Yeah. But and, I would. Know, like, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, you know, like a lot of my clients and stuff that are flying in. They're, uh, you know, they're only out here for a couple of days and California sells like three day licenses and yeah. five day licenses. So it's, it's really not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. And I, I will definitely anybody who's listening, I would definitely recommend going to California to hunt only because fishing there was amazing. I fish big bear all the time. Um, I didn't go much. I didn't fish up in North Northern California, but I did fish down in Southern California around big bear and, uh, kind of the barstow area in the high valley uh, or the high desert um but it's definitely really good uh, i would recommend people to go down there just to see the outdoors because i think what people stray away is stray away is that they have no idea that just the the out the outdoors is there because when i first i when they first told me oh you're going to california to get based i thought la 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. San Francisco, LA. Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is when I was a kid, I actually, we, I actually lived by San Francisco. Uh, My step, my stepfather was based uh, at a Navy base that was closed down over there. Oh, Bear Island. Yeah. On Bear uh, Island? Yeah. Yeah. I was a kid. And the only thing I really remember is a a theme park on the beach. Yeah. Oh, Six Flags. (laughs) Exactly. It's still there. It's still going. Yeah. But, um, I, I, as far as California, I will say the backcountry, love it, beautiful. But yeah, it's, it's I hard hate, to beat, man. I could not stand being in LA. <laughs> no, but you know, it's all of California is like that. You have these huge areas that are just super populated. But as soon as you get out of them, it's like it's like the Midwest in a lot of ways. You know, except we got mountains too. But it's just agriculture everywhere you look until you get to the mountains, and even that's not that populated. Yeah, yeah, but, and. You know, I think everywhere because I, I can't stand going to Austin and I'm from Texas. Exactly. So Dallas, Fort Worth, yeah, you know, I can't, I definitely all, can't stand Dallas, Fort Worth no more. Yeah. Well, I tell a lot of people, especially being in Louisiana, it's like, you know, Louisiana talks about rice country, but you know, nobody like, wants to go to new Orleans again. Yeah, but California, like California has tons of rice fields. Yeah. And that's yeah, something. We're se- go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I'm no. just going to say we're second to Arkansas when it comes to rice production. I mean, the whole Sac Valley is rice fields. Yeah. 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 Butte, Maxwell. And honestly, I had um, no, I had no idea until Joe told me like all the rice fields up there. I was like, really? Y'all got rice fields? Yeah, I was thinking field, like rice fields. orange fields and no, like, I was thinking fields. like Cain Velasquez's dad when he did the interview or whatever, he was a, uh, a fruit picker or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, but rice fields, pears, almonds, and then it's, it's all over California. Yeah, we got, you know, then you get to the coast and there's a lot of like berries and flowers and, uh, you know, like throughout the whole state, they grow about everything depending on where you're getting. But it's so long and it's on the coast. So, that you know, you're changing so much, you know, area. So there's just a lot. Yeah. It just depends where you're at. But yeah, I mean, we're we're super excited you're on the show. I mean, I'll tell you, Joe is a lot more excited than I am. Uh, as oh, soon as I got, on, I mean, and not not the, not saying that I'm not excited, but his <laughs> excitement is a level where you gotta like you gotta start thinking. Uh, maybe I don't know. This guy, I think he might take me in a dark room one day and something. Yeah, <laughs> but he's all like, I'm talking to my boy from Cali. He's from my hood. He's from my area. Hey, and I'm like, you guys, you guys don't believe. And I'm like, man, calm down. And I was like, all right, and I and he's he's showing me videos of you and Tangle Free and stuff, guiding, and he's showing me. I was like, yeah, this, this guy. I mean, I was a little psyched. I was like, oh man, I I really like uh, I I like the uh, the karma the what's the word I'm saying? Karamity. Uh, yeah, I can't even talk, man. Yeah. The or the friendship. Yeah, the friend. Yeah, I'm man. But he's over here talking because I saw all the videos and you're. You're with a lot of your buddies, the same guys. And it just reminded me of like me and Joe going out hunting or like the guys we take with us. And we, you know, it's just like something that you do with the, uh, is different when you, you know, the guys you take out just every now and then you guys go to have a couple beers, but these guys, you, you know, you guys are out grinding, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But so how was your, how was your duck season this year? Yeah, we had a really good duck season. Um, it started, it started on fire, you know, early in the season, we're hunting scoters from the time the season opens, which is last weekend of October. And, uh, they were here hot and heavy pretty much till the time I, uh, moved into shooting divers and the divers were here thick. I mean, it was an incredible duck season. Yeah. 
So tons of birds. You see, uh, you shoot the scoters and the, and the divers in the same area. Uh, it's all in the San Francisco Bay, okay. but I mean, there's pockets of birds kind of all over. So we, we move around a bit, but, right. uh, yeah, like Valet or, um, the scoters, you know, we're kind of more towards the ocean and then the divers are coming up more towards where there's more fresh. It's just, but you shoot divers when you're shooting scoters and you shoot scoters when you're shooting divers sometimes. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've been kind of like, uh, you know, uh, and bull crap and i try not to cuss on this podcast because i try to keep it uh, kid friendly but uh um and we're already like 10 minutes in let the listeners who don't really know um because we get a lot of new waterfowlers we get a lot of new people who are into the outdoors um a lot of veterans um i don't know if joe to- uh, told you exactly what we try to do we try to um assist veterans getting names out there for valor and honor or getting the the source out there for veterans to use with Valor and Honor Outdoors. Um, I know you're a guide. Yeah, can you explain to our listeners uh, what does that entail and what does that mean as far as guiding? Uh, like, what do I offer? Yeah. You know, it's it's pretty much I take guys, and, you know, when I get guys from out of state, we'll do a few hunts, but it's it's day charters. You know, I got hotels and stuff around here, but we go out most all the time i mean hunting's hunting but usually there's a lot to shoot at a lot of missed shots they're tough because these sea ducks and divers they're flying low on the water they're fast and then they put the brakes on quick in the decoy so it's you know it's good that there's a ton of opportunity on most hunts to pull the trigger takes a little while to get your lead on and uh yeah we're, we're really fortunate to have such an incredible uh pocket of birds that we you know you know if you're a new hunter it's no worries. I always tell them you got to relax. Like just take your time. You're going to get plenty of opportunity. And you know, we take a lot of veterans out. It's, it's a fun hunt because you know, normally it's a, it's a pretty quick hunt, you know, a long day. We're usually back by 12 and that's, that's pretty dang long, but um, yeah, we, you know, we stick it out if we have to, but there's usually always something buzzing around. Okay. Nice. Um, so as far as guiding, do you guide just in California or do you guide uh, this is my first year guiding just in California. The last, I don't know, eight years I've been all over the place. And, you know, I always guided a little bit in California, but I was so busy in the Midwest and Oklahoma and Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri, and then spent half the year in Alaska guiding up there. So um, it's good to be home. Started this this year, you know, full time and uh, really enjoying it. Okay. So what is the guide service you or the organization you, uh, just for our listeners, let's say somebody's like, Oh, I want to go hang out with that guy. Cause he sounds cool or whatever, but <laughs> just for the yeah, listeners. So it's golden, yeah. It's golden state guide service.com. We've got a website, uh-huh. uh, also on Instagram, golden state guide service on uh, Facebook, same thing. Um, you know, that's kind of social media seems where it's at these days. I do a lot of posting on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of where I pick up a lot of my hunting work, fishing. I have a different couple outlets that I pick work up from, but also follow me at Charlie Barberini mm-hmm. and, uh, you can, you can slide in the DMS there, holler at me and give you anything you need. Okay. Sounds good. So, uh, I think there's a question me and Joe actually have. So when it comes to the, let's say the different flyways, as far as just for our listeners too, just who, do, who are new to the outdoors, what is, is there a difference? Is there something you're doing different in each flyway or even each uh, different region? 
Yeah, I would say the strongest flyway has to be the Pacific flyway. I mean, there's more birds. <laughs> there's more variety of birds. And, you know, but like the Midwest, there's so much less pressure. It's easy to get day leases on fields or get permission to hunt fields. But, you know, out here, it's a lot different. We have so much water to be in that we have the rice and then all this stuff. So if you're trying to chase geese and then the money, you know, it's it's a lot harder to get permission. You pretty much got a year lease something. But uh, as far as bird numbers go and hunting, I mean, I you can't hold a candle to the Pacific Flyway. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, hunting in the 90s. I'm, I'm 35 now. But, like, when I was first driving, I remember when the when the speckle belly goose was only, was it 98? was two geese a day. And now it's, what, 10? Exactly. Yeah, 10. We And that's another thing. That, I mean, there's so many birds in the Pacific Flyway that we we definitely have the most liberal limits here in California as far as shoot you know you can shoot seven ducks a day seven of them can be mallards um the pintails that's nationally regulated so kind of whatever anyone else has but we have more pintails than the rest of the ducks combined in california so you shoot your pintail when you're in the rice i mean you shoot one and then you're watching them fly around all day but uh, my my first duck i think i was 12 when i first started hunting in california my first duck my first duck hunt was a bull pinto. Mm. There's exactly. Tons there. There's tons of them. You know, dark geese, not just speckle valleys, but you can shoot 10 Canada geese. There's a few areas, you know, around the state that have different rules. You know, you get up northeast, I think you're only allowed two Canada geese, but we've got a lot of late seasons for different geese. We've got a five-day snow goose season that you can shoot geese. It's not snow geese. You can shoot specks, too. Um they just opened a veteran season, so I think it's uh, after duck season closes, it's the next weekend's uh, juniors, and then it's veterans, and then there's the five-day goose season after that, and then there's a there's like a 20-day goose season up in northeast. There's an Aleutian season that's in go. I think it's getting ready to start. There's a there's quite a bit of waterfowl hunting. Okay. Season. So um, yeah. It's, when you go into you know talking about you know you you, you guided in, in um, the Midwest, you guided in the South uh, on the uh, West Coast. I know you uh, mainly all you know, you're hunting probably in the San Francisco Bay out there outside the gate shooting those brants and sea ducks and those divers. But what's your favorite to chase the sea ducks and the divers, or going up to the Butte Sink, Maxwell, Princeton, and hunting out those rice fields for the puddle ducks? Uh, as far as that, I, I'm a, I'm a sea duck guy. I'm a goose guy. Honestly, I, I like dry field goose hunting. Um, you know, that's what I did in the Midwest for years and it's hard to get that out of me this year. I had a couple good fun hunts with some friends. We piled them up, but you know, as far as guiding and as far as it's so fun doing the sea ducks, there's so much action, you know, there's no stress of like, are we going to kill them? Like you're getting shooting, you're, you know having fun big flocks a lot of the times lots of variety and it's it's cool because you're taking out most people don't do that it's it's hard to do so you're taking out people that are excited about one duck let alone shooting limits of them yeah that, that's crazy i definitely uh so me personally like if if we if i was because i grew up in texas but and i, I grew up i didn't i didn't waterfowl hunt you know um yeah. i i fished a deer hunt and stuff like that but I, when I started waterfowl hunting, it was when I met uh, Joe here. Um, and 
I, I haven't gone. Uh, we haven't hunted di- um, any diving ducks because I mean, yeah, the, the only coast. Well, the the bluebill I shot. The bluebills, but the ringnecks. But it, it wasn't like the target because you yeah, know we. Yeah, it's kind of like it, it, Louisiana. It's Texas. So uh, exactly. I actually, I, I do like, and I, I'm gonna say my preference. But again, I'm also a new waterfowler. You both, you and Joe, have been doing this since you know, kids and stuff. So as of right now. My preference is um, hunting the timbers. I just like being out there. For me, it makes me feel like um, if I'm if I'm deer hunting. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be honest. Yeah, and I I'll be honest. I I'm used to not killing something. So <laughs> if I don't come with anything out there for me, it's just the experience, you know. Oh yeah, and you know, I mean, watching them ducks break down through the trees is it's uh, it, nothing holds a candle to that. Yeah, and those wood ducks, man, they can be prima donnas. Oh, exactly. Yeah, but quick. Um, as far as when you're going out to hunt, and this is something I I like to know, just for for me, anyways. But uh, and obviously for our viewers, because I'm sure they're curious about this. So when you're going out to hunt, what do you shoot? So early in the season, we do scoter hunts, and you know it's it's beginning or sorry, I should say the end of October through November, a little bit into December. That's our that's our target. Um, that time of year, they migrate real early. They're here in full numbers, but there's really not a lot around. You know, we'll shoot some other stuff, golden eyes, bluebill, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But so beginning of the season, pretty strict scoters. Then, you know, December comes around, the divers start showing up pretty heavy. And that's when you're getting into golden eyes. And we get both lesser and greater bluebill or scop, bubbleheads, mm-hmm. uh, canvas backs. Um, you know, ring neck here or there, or gansers if you want to shoot them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, I mean, you never know. You get a lot. You know, doing hunts like this, we get a lot of guys that are more about collecting birds than, um, than yeah. piling them up. And then you get a lot of the guys that just want to go pull the trigger. So, you know, if mergansers come and they want to shoot them, feel no free. Shoot. If not, yeah. don't. It doesn't doesn't bother me none. But there's not a ton around. Right, what, but, kind of, what kind yeah, of shotgun? So, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. What's that? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, that's about the basics. We, we shoot random stuff. You seem to get a goose every once in a while, some honkers, puddle ducks, but mostly when we're in the salt water, that's what we're shooting. So, so what's your shooting setup? Like, what do you shoot as far as like shotgun and shells? I shoot a Benelli M2. Okay. And shoot boss number five. <laughs> oh, boss. We just had a oh. matter of fact, what a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, sure. we had Lee oh, from my. Boss Shotguns, uh, or yeah, Shotgun my boy. yeah, we had him, and uh, man, we had a great conversation. If you get a chance, uh, listen to it on the Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you want to listen to it, but of course, yeah, yeah, um, a friend of mine, yeah, man, he's yeah, he, he's a he's a cool guy, man. I really did enjoy yeah, him, I liked him. He's seen and done it all. Oh yeah. <laughs> you ever get to hunt up or guide any up in the, up in the, the marsh any like about uh, Sassoon or around Grizzly Island? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I grew up hunting a little bit over there, kind of hunting all the marshes. Um, that's kind of kind of where I um, as soon as I, I my grandpa had a duck club, and that's what got me into hunting when I was young. But once I got my driver's license, I was pretty much in the marshes whenever I could. What duck club was it? If mind me asking. He was Oakland Associates, kind of right down yeah. from. Uh, he's well, their clubhouse is right across from um, Lambertville. Lambertville, on Road 68. yeah. Yeah, yeah we right had by uh, Sack Refuge. Yeah, we had two. Uh, you, um, I used to belong to Richmond Hunt Club up there. Okay. And then um, 
we got up there in uh, Maxwell, we had Moon Lake, and then, man, for the longest, we used to hunt uh, Tuleyville. Okay, yeah, those all ring a bell. Yeah, Tuleyville, yeah. That's about, you know, they're, they butt up against the Mossball fleet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's way, I mean, it was mid-90s, early 2000s. Yeah, that's good, that's good hunting now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a good place to, <laughs> to learn to hunt. Yeah, he's over here got the cheesy smile and stuff because he's actually speaking to somebody from his uh, from Cali and said all these uh, Southerners and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hunt there. That's ten minutes from my house. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so I, I I got another question because I'm a big baseball fan, and the answer you give me is going to determine if I hang up yeah. or not. But are you a Giants fan? Of course. Oh, that, I, uh, <laughs> if he said Oakland A's, I was like, <laughs> over. Um, I'm, oh, I'm of course. And I hate the Dodgers with a passion. Yes. So it was a good day. Clayton Kershaw, man. He's from Texas. Yeah. He's from Highland. Oh, and actually, giant, down the street, or not down the street. He's actually like 20 miles from me, but. Yeah, get out of here. Him and uh, good old. Uh, finally. Uh, what's his name? What's that? Uh, him and. Um, Stafford, Matt Stafford, they are. They went to school together. They played baseball and football together. I know, and at one point, they were both the highest paid players in their in football and uh, yeah. baseball. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Imagine like being buddies and one's making the most money in the NFL and one's making the most money in the MLB. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, apparently, Stafford's actually a good, a good ball player, too. I, I mean, I saw some videos. I think so. Of I think he, yeah, he, he uh, I think he could have played ball. You know, but he chose football. Yeah, he chose football. But I mean, I I'm not a Dodgers fan, and no, I'm gonna Dodgers fans. I'm gonna tell you, I, I'll hang up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Rangers fan. Um, we haven't won a World Series, so there's nothing for you to hang up on. But yeah, we'll uh, sure, we made sure of that. Yeah, I know. 2000. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you guys. Hey, you guys tried. Hey, we came close. Hey, I want to hear it. <laughs> we also don't have the money that uh, the Giants have. But anyways, uh-huh. well, that's a deeper conversation. We probably could. There's probably gonna be cuss words going across, and I'm trying to keep this kid friendly. But um, I, I, I like Clay, I, I like Clayton Kershaw, and I think maybe it's just a, a region thing where he's from. But uh, I, I like you, Darvis, and you, Darvis yeah. played for them. Now he plays for what the Padres. I think so. Yeah. So. Um, now I'll tell you what. It's good to see the Dodgers won a World Series. They had to do it on a fake season. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's and what's crazy yeah. is like when I was based in California, Dang. I had a bunch of like Southern California buddies that are like all big Dodgers fans that listen to this. I'm, I'm gonna laugh when they listen to this. Oh yeah, because yeah, because I used to. Oh man, I used to make fun of them, but I mean, I didn't. I couldn't. I didn't have room to talk. I was a Rangers fan. That I mean, the Astros got a World Series before we did. So exactly. So one thing that made me and Chris were talking about before we got on the uh, got on the show. The setup you guys use for these big diver hunts in the ocean and the, the sea ducks. Um, how many decoys are you guys using? And what's the rig? Like, are you guys using like long lines like we would use like in a lake for divers? Or is it something different being that deeper salt water? You know, it depends. I actually, the bay is actually really shallow in most spots. So, like scoters, I'll usually run two long lines and then a bunch of singles to break it up. And it's usually about four or five dozen. And then same with the divers, except the divers, I don't throw uh, long lines. Yeah. Most of the diver hunts, it's like, if it's deep, it's 12 feet where 12 feet, we're hunting. Yeah. yeah, and they roost out in the deeper stuff, and then that's when they're, they're coming in shallower to feed. So yeah. most of the time where you're hunting them is 
you know, it's pretty dang shallow. And, and there's a lot of time for hunting, like three feet, two feet, you know. Yeah. But it's all tidal, so it depends on the tide. Yep. So when it comes to puddle ducks, because most of the hunting I do is puddle ducks, um, just because the area I'm at, um, and diving ducks, as far as the setup, your decoy setup, is it is it different? Are you pushing more out? Are you having more decoys, the numbers, the breeds, or species of duck that you're pushing out there? You know, like scoter hunting, I'll usually just run all scoter decoys. It depends on the wind, where the boat's located, because scoter hunting, nine times out of ten, we're hunting out of the boat. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the times, it's just like a big blob on one side, blob in the middle, run a few out, kind of tell them where to go. Same with the divers. You know, there's you got to get trickier when you have weird winds or you can't get somewhere where the wind's at your back and you're side shooting them or doing something like that. But for the most part, I mean – you're just you're just trying to get a big pocket of them because divers go to the biggest numbers. Same with scoters; they're they're gonna go land where you know it's a, a big pile of them. So if you really spread them out and it doesn't look like there's a bunch sitting in one spot, it doesn't do you no good. Okay, so for at least from my junior experience, and you and Joe can correct me um, as far as the, so you, you as far as species, you obviously you don't mix up the species because I know from what I've learned. Um, even wood ducks, uh, if you put a mallard out there, I think for some reason they feel safer or, uh, you know, like, but what we're doing, like, you'll see it too. Like when I'm hunting divers where there's a few different species that we're shooting, you got the golden eyes. I I always, I always segregate them. Mm-hmm. And it seems like as they're coming in, they know, and the, the golden eyes go to the golden eye side and the bluebills go to the bluebill side. Um, you know, and it's just, if you're hunting somewhere where it's predominantly golden eyes, you always put my golden eyes on the top end, you know, with the wind, make it easier. And, uh, you'll watch like on those days where the bluebill are coming into the pocket, they're setting up right. And they'll hook last minute, right to the bluebill decoys. And same with the buffalo heads. I only throw like four or five of those out on the outside. Mm-hmm. Buffalo heads go to buffalo heads. No matter where they're at, that's where they're landed. Okay. Nice. So, when, when it comes to the duck, as far as a diving duck, you said you hands down the one that you hunt or prefer to look for or harvest is uh, any geese. Uh, not geese. I mean, like as far as duck or like bird hunting. Or yeah, bird hunting. Bird hunting. Ah, it depends. I really enjoy the divers and the sea ducks. You do? Um, okay. Yeah, but like anymore, I, I did the goose hunting for so long, guide, and it's a lot of work. You're scouting, you're trying to find them, you're up ass crack of dawn, setting out decoys. <laughs> and um, I really enjoy chasing divers. Okay. Uh, when, but, when, uh, when you're chasing divers, do you guys, because I know you do, so you got to use some um, brand guides. Do you set the brand separately or do you um, kind of mix I don't up? target brand. Oh, you don't target brand? No. No, the brant hunting is not great in California. There's too many people doing it. I just, uh, I stick to, uh, stick to the divers. Stick to the divers. All right. So what's the, the brant? What, what's um, this brant hunt? And and then I'm curious. And then for the listeners, too. well, to be to be honest, the uh, the first rule of brant hunting is you don't talk about brant hunting. <laughs> oh, okay. So maybe we should like not air this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You guys keep bringing up the B word and I'm cringing. <laughs> hey, he brought it up, not me. I, you guys know this more than I do. I could bring up some stuff that I'm not supposed to, but I just remember yeah. seeing, seeing the brand. I used to salmon fish out there. 
Oh yeah, you're crossing lines now. Yeah. Don't say where. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm yeah. not. All right, so we'll stop there and not not mention the B word no more. <laughs> yeah, no more B words. <laughs> but uh, so um, so you grew up in California, Northern California, correct? Are you are you originally from there? Or are you just yep, uh, East Bay, uh, about a twenty minute ride to Oakland, thirty minute ride to uh, San Francisco. No traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised there my uh, whole life. And then when I was 18, I left to Alaska. So, you know, this is saltwater fishing in Alaska, saltwater fishing in California. Which one do you like best? Alaska. Really? I mean, yeah, it's different. You know, I yeah. mean, Alaska is, you're, you know, a small halibut. It's a big halibut here. And yeah. I, but don't get me wrong. I guide for halibut here. I love it. It's different. You know, yeah, that's kind of, like I said halibut and sturgeon from my... Two favorite, oh. right there, right there with the same yeah. for fishing. Yeah, we had this yeah. uh, this big uh, argument, European yeah, contest between me and argument. Joe because you know I, I'm from North Texas, so we don't I, the ocean, Galveston, the Gulf is a couple hours away. So I mean, we we really didn't go. So it was all freshwater fishing for me, and we caught We started. Uh, Talking about, talking about fishing who was a better fisherman he's like i caught this well no duh you deep you've uh saltwater fish um yeah, exactly. so i'm like come on man <laughs> and then he's all like yeah i've caught this many fish and this so long i'm like later on i find out that his dad was a guide it's like no wonder like <laughs> you guys are guiding and catching these fish like come on man like I'll yeah. take you to a little pond. We'll see. Who, we'll we'll put twenty bucks up and we'll see who uh, yeah. catches the most bluegills, most yeah, uh, yeah bluegills. Oh, I love crappie. Have a secret spot in my heart, man. I love catching bluegills. Oh yeah. You know what? And this is a little secret of mine, and I'm sure it's not a secret. I'm sure other people use it, but uh, Slim Jim. Really? You put a Slim Jim on a little uh, a little hook. Throw it in there, you get you some bluegills. Matt, now I it, don't hold me to it because it probably won't. For my luck, it probably won't work for you. But I'm glad it's almost oh, slim. Who wouldn't like a slim gym, man? Yeah, but so when you were saying them long boys, <laughs> when you were saying you um, guided or fish for you know other uh, companies, were you um, doing the six pack boats or was it uh, actual party boats? Uh, I've always been a six pack guy. Yeah. I was looking into it when I moved to California. I was looking into party boats. Still want to get one down the road, but yeah, I've always been a six pack. You know, six pack for the last ten years, and uh, uh, I just enjoy it. You get you get to spend time with the clients. You get to you know make connections, talk to people. The clients have more uh, help from the crew. Yeah, where those big party boats. I mean, they're great. They're good fishing, but you know, it's just the six packs kind of my thing. Yeah, I, I enjoy talking to people and. You're pretty much a boat driver when you're running a running the big boats. Yeah, you got a lot going on. Yeah, you're not leaving the wheelhouse, and you're not really getting to talk to people as much. And that's kind of what I enjoy. Yeah, that's what my old man is doing right now. He's uh, doing the six packs for striped bass. Yeah, um, where at? Like Texoma? No, no, he's in oh, California. Out here. Yeah, he's out there. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Lost Anchor Harbor. Yeah, yeah, that's where he's out of right now. What's his company? Uh, it's just freelance right now. He, uh, oh, okay. I'm trying to talk him to do. But um, you ever you ever uh, fish the sturgeon the sturgeon derby? You know, I was gonna fish it this year, and I had to go down to McAvoy. Yeah, McAvoy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I went and talked to the guys, check it in, and they had like seven hundred boats checked yeah, in. So I'm like, my last couple years, my dad ran that, that sturgeon derby. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I wonder, was he, uh, is he doing it out of McAvoy? Yep. Uh, you know the Bass Club out of McAvoy? Yeah, I'm, that's probably who I talked to. Yeah, George Spears. Okay. Hey, he talked to your dad, dude. <laughs> Excuse me? I said he's in there drinking some cold Coors Lights, checking people in. Oh, yeah, that's probably him. He, yeah, that or, or smoking something from those lunch plates. There you go. Yeah. So have you never seen Joe? Look at his father and think of a younger him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exact awesome. same exact guy. I was like, uh, yeah, it was, uh, he go. showed me a picture. and was like, bro, that looks like you with gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I grew up fishing there. Um, uh, out of, you started to fish a lot? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna, I got this boat. I just picked this boat up about january and i was gonna do that but i ended up just getting a bunch of projects knocked out of the way so next year i'll be i'll be out of there whether mcavoy or martinez i don't know where martinez, i'll keep it yeah. yet but yeah, martinez is my home so oh yeah that's where my mom works at my mom oh, okay. she, she retired she was a post she works with the post service in martinez oh cool yeah um i mean if you know sturgeon fishing you know abe and Ange Kuning? that sounds familiar yeah they, they wrote a bunch of books about sturgeon fishing Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's who we used to and fish with a lot. Um, oh, right on. Yeah. As you have fish, man, when I tell people I'll start and fish, it's, it's kind of like the slow catfishing, but man, with the second you, you you hook into a sturgeon. Game on. Yeah, it's a fight you'll never have. You, I'll be honest, yeah. man. I have no idea what a sturgeon is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if you said if it's like a catfish, I might like it. <laughs> Yeah, so, it's, it's a catfish on crack, man. <laughs> so Joe was making yeah. fun. Joe, yeah, they have a, they have, oh, go ahead. Yeah, the, Joe was making fun of me because he's all like, you catfish? That's like hillbilly stuff. I'm like, man, I grew up catfishing and crappie fishing and bluegill fishing. I was like, but then I come to find out, talking to his dad, he actually did a lot of uh, catfishing himself. I was like, oh, so. <laughs> it's a, Unreal. Yeah, you get bored of everyone. So, <clears throat> so guiding the fishing and the, and the ducks, what would you rather have? What would you rather do? You know, that's a hard question. Yeah. Um, I, I love them both. You know, towards the end of middle of duck season, I'm thinking about fishing. Towards the middle of fishing season, I'm thinking about duck hunting. Yeah. It's just one of those things you're getting burned out and you're ready to break the rods out or when you're yeah. fishing nonstop, you're ready to go hunting. Yeah, yeah I think that's, a, so, that's for me right now. So, like, right now I'm just – I mean, I've been going out fishing, and uh, I mean, I've sent I've sent some hogs uh, pictures to Joe. He might say that he I didn't, but uh, three three pound mama cra- crappie and stuff. <laughs> but oh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This year, you know, man, I haven't been I've just been fishing. Um, yeah, so turkey season's about to start. And I'm yeah, kind of living at that. yeah. We're actually gonna go this weekend. Go shoot, try to get some turkey on the hunting lease I got here down in uh, Louisiana. But oh heck yeah, hopefully we get something. But I'm definitely going to go out. I, I will say like you, I, my first love is fishing. Um, I definitely didn't fish to the standard that you guys were fishing. Cause I will say from videos and people I've talked to saltwater fishing is a different game. It is man. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's once you get hooked on that saltwater, it's hard to go back. For me yeah. Anyways. And that, that's something I think I want to do before that's on my bucket list, but I mean, I that drive down to Galveston, man. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. And I, for some reason, yeah, what's crazy is Texas. All I hear are at least the guys I talk that I know from the Gulf area. They're they're all about reds. I'm like, okay. And I I talked to Joe about it. He goes, oh, reds are like, uh, what is the fish in Stripers. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, because 
every person I talk to from the Gulf area in Texas, they're like, oh yeah, I'm out. I'm going to go catch some reds. I'm going to go get and it's like, yeah, they're so fun. I mm-hmm. love catching redfish. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely, uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, <laughs> I go out with good old dad, uh, and, uh, he, uh, at night we crappie fish and he was a big catfishing. And I think it was cause he just wanted to throw a rod out there and drink. So yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> it was easy. So, but, uh, you can't catch a fish, you catch a buzz. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But, um, so the next thing, so do, are you no longer, um, I guess guiding in different areas or are you, uh, for right now, for right now. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, for right now, I'm pretty much Cali. We'll see, uh, see how long I can stand that before I got to spread my wings a little bit and get back somewhere else. But, uh, I got a good thing going here. There's incredible fishery and incredible waterfowling and, um, I plan to be here for a while. Okay. And for our listeners, let's say uh, we get a listener out there and it's like, Hey, would you mind to guide here? I mean, would you be willing to obviously if the money's right, because we all have to make a living. Exactly. You know, right now I just don't have the time. Yeah. I'm starting my own thing up. I got to be here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of the reason I'm here because there's so much work here. There's uh, you know, I love fish in Alaska but you're, that's a huge investment and you're working, uh, you know, three month season if you're lucky. And then your boat sits in the snow for, you know, nine months. So, yeah. Uh, whereas here I'm, you know, duck season's over, I'm fishing, fishing season's over, I'm duck hunting. So there's just a lot more, a lot more, uh, work here. Yeah, absolutely. And then earlier I actually heard you say, uh, Texacoma, did you ever, uh, duck hunt there? Uh, no, my, my, one of my deckhands, uh, he runs a charter business out of there. Um, and I've actually never fished it. I've been there. I've never fished it, but he sends me pictures all the time. He chases stripers and, uh, piles them up. Okay. Yeah. Cause so since I've recently got into waterfowl, I haven't been back home in a while because the whole military thing, but, um, I was actually telling Joe about it. I went out down there just to like kind of scout it out. And I was like, man, there's, just ducks and ducks out there. And then I've come to find out there's actually, um, a, um, a duck, re- a waterfowl reservation or, um, refuge, refuge there. Refuge. So, <clears throat> so I mean, I, yeah. I think I'm going to hunt there next year and try it out and probably fish it. Cause it, I'm not too far from it. I used to, uh, deer hunt down in Decatur and, uh, close to the Oklahoma border. So I'm not from, I'm, I'm from North Texas. So I'm really close to the Oklahoma border. Yeah, you gotta get on the other side of that border. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but. what's your number one uh, fish or target when you're guiding? Right now, we're doing halibut and stripers. stripers. I mean, we're, we're going after halibut. We catch some stripers. Um, it's starting to get better every day. Water's warming up. Weather's yeah. getting nice. Uh, this is kind of the windiest time of year for us down here, and uh, it's just it's just getting good right now. And yeah. we'll be doing this for a while with the the drought that we're going into we didn't get a lot of rain this year they've pushed back salmon season so i don't think that's going to open till about mid-june maybe even a little later yeah i'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking a, uh what do you call it so i'm flying back home to take the kids salmon fishing down there and uh, yeah, exactly. july time frame 
Yeah. Yeah. If you need a guide, holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad, my dad killed me. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, mean, we, man, I, mean, I used to run those salmon, some of the salmon boats out there when I was in high school. That's what we used to do is commercial salmon fish. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, when I thought before I got married, getting out of the I mean, my goal in life was to work for the happy hooker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smith. Yeah. I thought I was going to work for the happy hooker, but then joined the army. And now you're here. Kids, yeah. <laughs> Getting that green, uh, you know what I know. Talk yeah. about. <laughs> well, he's in Louisiana. We're in Louisiana. I'm from oh, Texas. Okay. Yeah, we're we're, we're, at, we're at Louisiana. Um, by Lake Charles. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we, how many happy hookers is there now? Just one. Just one. <laughs> there used yeah, to be I back in the day. There used to be two. Maybe there is. I, I just know the one. one but yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, I remember the Happy Hooker, El Dorado, the Fury. Yeah. All the yeah, little, uh, all, all the, the party boats. Yeah, yeah, that's what we we thought. I, I was like, you know what, man? I'm gonna get out. I'm 22 years old. Go back home. Work for the happy hooker. <laughs> call it a day. So there you go. I, I, I'm a big, uh, especially for when it comes to waterfowl. I'm a big believer in using guides. And ever since we started this, I because at, when I first uh, Joe first told me that he's going on a guiding hunt, I was like, you're paying somebody to take you out to hunt. Like I'm not gonna because. Uh, it, it was different for me, deer hunting, hog hunting, uh, squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, whatever it was. I, I, I could do that. I wasn't, but I found that you learn so much from that guide when it comes to waterfowl hunting in a new area or even the area you're from. Um, exactly. and I, I'm a big believer in water. So this year I'm going to waterfowl, uh, I'm actually medically, re- I'm actually getting out of the military. Um, I'll be going back home. Um, and there's a couple guys up there that guy, uh, that guide. So I got in touch with them. So I'm going to do some guided hunts, uh, up there. And then I'll come back down here to Lake Charles, do some guided hunts during teal season. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that. So, um, I definitely believe in what you're doing as far as guiding. So, but as far as, uh, what you guys do there in golden state, uh, guiding service, correct? Yeah. Golden state guide service. Okay. You guys, uh, you guys do fishing guides, waterfowl yep, guides. Yep. Is there any other, other species you guys do? Uh, we do turkeys. Turkeys, um, okay. Other than that, that's about it. Y'all get a lot Stay of turkeys up there? Oh, nice. I would have never thought that, honestly. But that's just me being ignorant, so I would, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would have never yeah. thought that. That's crazy. It was a turkey cub up and back of on turf all the time. Okay, nice. Oh, yeah. Is that, that, is that around the area you're hunting that? I mean, you have to say if you don't want to. You know, I was <laughs> I was hunting that a lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, the ranch that I had out there burnt to the ground last year on that fire. Oh, damn. And I don't even have the balls to talk to them to ask if I can hunt it. They, <laughs> yeah. they lost everything, man. Yeah. So hey, I have a couple other ones. So I'm did you, good. Did you pheasant hunt there a lot? Yeah, you know, uh, up like up Grandpa's Club, we'd always kick them out of the ditches, and then yeah. they got the pheasant clubs. And yeah. when I was young, Gramps used to take us out to uh, the Sassoon one, which is no longer around. Yeah, that was actually Hastings a good buddy, man. The, the, oh, really? The, the, the um, Chadborn. Yeah. Yep, that's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, they owned yeah, that. For, yeah. yeah, they owned that for years. I mean, what's funny about them is. Um, that family's been in, in California since the gold rush time. Oh, really? Yeah, they're one of the founding um, met, uh, families that established uh, the Fairfield Sassoon area. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I oh. think they're doing all right. They sold a good chunk of land. Oh, a good yeah. Time. Yeah, over there by the, by the Jelly Belly factory. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. The Budweiser. Yep. The Budweiser. <laughs> so here, here's a question for actually both you and Joe, because you guys, um, saltwater, uh, waterfowl hunting and stuff. So you guys target, you guys have targeted the, them, uh, diver ducks. But for somebody who, let, let's say somebody like a veteran who moves to the West Coast and they don't obviously don't have the money to get a boat. Uh, do kayaks work to waterfowl hunt down there? I mean, what are they, as far as money, what are they looking for? Because I know here, I'm sorry. I was going to say hiring a guide. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I honestly recommend that to anybody, but let's say that they pay for a guide. They don't have, cause I know here and it's a little bit he- easier for guys here in the South. Cause we can go to the marsh and just walk it, you know? Um, uh-huh. is there, I mean, do, can they find marshes? Is a kayak work? Oh, yeah. Cause I know we've oh, used yeah. kayaks, uh, wood, uh, I mean, timber hunting the timbers and yeah. stuff. So I mean, try to get back. So I grew up like my old man until I moved out in California, we used to turn our nose up on the divers. Like, right. I know my dad, like, Hey, the only diver duck you're shooting is a canvas bag. Anything that you better not waste a shell at. Okay. We, <laughs> we, we puddle duck on the, on the marsh side. Yeah. There's plenty of marshes. You can go out mm-hmm. there. To Grizzly Island, be able to walk it, or you know, at worst, get a small kayak and go. Uh, he so, could probably probably talk about the the divers out in the bay, but from what I've seen, and especially fishing, you know, like we watched you know your Tangle Free video. Now, you know, I'm naming all the places out there. I used to salmon fish out there. We'll, we'll, we won't leave, we won't say those names out loud. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Don't get down. Multiple, <laughs> multiple people that'll be pissed, including my old man. Um. Man, I wouldn't go out there in a kayak. Yeah. You ain't catching me out there in a kayak. I, I, uh, I, yeah, it's go ahead. big water, man. That wind gets blowing, which yeah. it normally does, and you're trapped out there. It's it's big water. Okay. And I, and and now I, I was just wondering. And then, okay, so let have you ever hunted the? Because we had there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of um, military installations all through California, um, northern or southern. So let let is the Southern California different as far as like. Yeah, it's harder movement. down there. It's harder down there? There's just not as much. I mean, you're getting down there. It's getting deserty. There's not as much water. There's not as much birds. But they, you can get after it down there. There's some refuges to hunt. And, okay. You know, it's kind of like anything. You you put the time in and scouting and finding stuff. There's there's good hunts down there. And But, you know, definitely on the the northern half of the state is where it's, it's definitely better. And so, California, unlike most states, has a huge refuge system. So uh-huh. like you don't even need to invest in a kayak because there's, there's so many refuges across the Valley that you can go and hunt and, and a ton of people do it and you can get dialed in on all these refuges. And, mm-hmm. um, it's something really cool that California has to offer that a lot of States don't have as far as the mass of refuges to hunt. You know, I mean, there's so much land in the Valley to hunt mm-hmm. for, you know, guys that just want to go hunt. Okay, so even in Southern California, the diving ducks, it's, it's, they're still not going to see what Northern California sees. No, no. I mean, I, I can't I can't speak on that a, a ton because I've never tried it. Uh-huh. But but uh, no, I mean, they don't they don't have what we have up here. Yeah. And, and if you look at a map, I mean, the San Francisco Bay is huge and there's rivers. You know, you got the McCullough and the Sacramento River running into it. 
and you get this huge brackish water and the food and a lot of those divers shortstop. And if they're down, they're usually getting to the Sea of Cortez down in Mexico. There's a lot of divers, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff down there. But okay. as far as SoCal and, and on lakes, they have them. I'm not saying they don't have divers, but it's definitely, you know, we had Ramsey Russell out this year and he straight up said he's never seen diver hunting like in the States as far as the Bay Area. I mean, the birds we have out here is incredible. That's crazy. I'm definitely need to make a trip back. I mean, I haven't been there since I was a kid. And like I said, I don't remember much, but I'll um, make a trick back there. I, I'll probably give you a call for a guide and stuff. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. Um, but um, do you have anything? No, man. I, I mean, we really appreciate it. It's always good talking to a hometown guy. Let some heck yeah. Guys know that. Yeah, he was acting like a little girl over here. Oh, my God. California's where it's at. You can hate because you're from Texas, but you guys got the Diaz brothers. Yeah. I mean, you should. Yeah, exactly. We got it all. The black tail. The only thing I say you can't get in California is a white tail. A white tail, dude. Y'all don't got white tails? No, we have muleys and. Yeah, you do in Southern California. I've seen them run through. uh, um, uh, What is that big lake in. uh, God. You think, sir? No, down south, it's like a man-made lake, big party lake. Um, uh, man, I just buy uh, Arizona. Oh, Lake Havasu. Uh, Havasu. Yeah, Havasu. I, I've seen I mean, them run yeah, there. Yeah, I guess you might get them there. But yeah. yeah, usually up north is there's none. Oh wow. Muleys. I mean, but y'all got y'all got a lot more uh, uh, right. mule deer and yeah. uh, de- definitely a lot of. Uh, there's a one thing I wanted to go hunt while I was there, but never got a chance up in Northern California was the uh, uh, the mountain goat and stuff like that. So, yeah. but but hey, man, hey, really appreciate you being on the show. Um, of course, guys. Uh, anyone listening, if you want to go out to California and you shoot some um, canvas backs and or even fish, yeah, fish. Hey, yeah. check it out, Golden State uh, God Service. Hey, man, um, love talking to you, and uh, hey. Hope, hope to meet you at an expo or something one day out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I look forward to it, guys. All Thanks right, for having me. Hey, no problem. Hey, take it easy. Hey, and uh, I also want to thank uh, Valor and Honor Outdoors for uh, doing what they do. Uh, all the people we've talked to from uh, from Boss, Shotgun Shells, and uh, uh, Riceland Calls, uh, Edible Outdoors and stuff. So we want to thank all them for uh, being on the show with us and also um, – Charlie to being on it's weird calling him Charlie yeah. <laughs> but uh being on the show with uh at down there in uh northern California but like always y'all have a good one mm-hmm.